Oh, enough. Enough. Hi, this is Corey Bix, and you are listening to the CVH Podcast. Oh, yes, Corey Bix, good buddy of mine. You know him, you love him. Um, hey, it's New Year's Eve. We made it. We made it. Everything changes tomorrow, right? Everything goes. Everything goes back to normal tomorrow. I, I, I'm pretty sure that's how this works. Somebody said that to me. We can all just uh, relax. Um, as of midnight, COVID is gone. And uh, Trump is gone, and we're all just uh, happily ever after. It's fine. Um, I had a COVID test yesterday. That was fun. I had to make an appointment. you got to pay for it if it's for travel purposes. If you're sick, it's free. If you're traveling, it's 140 bucks. And I went to my friendly uh, CVS. And you do the whole thing. It's all drive up. You know, like they're trying to keep you out of the building. Even though it's for travel and I feel perfectly healthy. You still have to go through the protocol. And um, and so I drove up. And, uh, you know, you got to keep your mask on in the car. And this, um, you know, it's not the pharmacist. I think it's somebody working in the pharmacy. And uh, she hands you a paper bag. I mean, like like a brown paper bag that we used for our school lunches when we were kids. Um, and inside that bag is another bag. <laughs> and in that second bag is uh, a a um, swab, you know, a Q-tip, basically. It's just a long Q-tip. And uh, that's in its own package. And then there's a, a, a small vial uh, with a top. And you, you shove this, <laughs> you shove this thing way in your nose. She's telling me how to do it. She's like describing how far in it needs to go and then what needs to happen on the inside. <laughs> and she's sort of showing me with her hands, you know, this, this, uh, counterclockwise motion, but not, I thought she just wanted me to twist it up in my nose. That's not true. They want you to like really swab it around in there. <laughs> But all that made me want to do was sneeze. Um, I didn't sneeze, but I figured if I did, that would be the best way to, I would just sneeze right on this Q-tip because, um, you know, then all, then you're going to know what everything I have. Um, so you do all that, uh, shove it up there, 15 seconds, give it a couple of spins and then the other nostril and then into that vial, back into that plastic bag, and then there's like a drop box, you know, outside in the in the drive-through, the pharmacy drive-through. There's a there's a drop box like uh, at the library, you know, <laughs> lift the lift the lid and drop your drop your uh, COVID test in, and then uh, we wait, and that means that I can go to Chicago, um, assuming that uh, it's all negative. But I uh, I feel perfectly healthy. I'm not sure anybody in my town actually has this thing. I mean, it's probably a dumb thing to say, but uh, I really feel like eh, probably nobody has it. New Year's Eve. I'll be sleeping by 1030. I don't know about any of you. I am not a New Year's Eve partier. It's not my thing. Although I did go to a big party last year, uh, but that was part of a gig. But uh, yeah, uh, no big party for me tonight. Um. I think this this job, this gig, leaving uh, on Saturday, uh, 
really couldn't come at a better time because I have found that I've just been home too long. I'm doing the thing people do when they're home too long. And I am completely obsessed with the neighbors and, and the neighbors' habits <laughs> and how they are all incorrect. <laughs> like you sort of have to consider um, your home as somebody's view, right? It's not just your home and you enjoy it or not enjoy it or see it or don't see it. Uh, you know, if you're across the street from somebody, your house is their view. Um, and if I may be so frank, I personally think that I provide a nice view. <laughs> Things that I do that I wish everybody would do. I um, obviously take care of the lawn. My my lawn escapades are well documented here. Uh I bring the garbage can up. <laughs> we have neighbors who who leave the garbage can basically at the curb and just drag their bags of garbage to the curb every day or every other day or what is they're just they just leave it there like that's where it is. So I get to stare at garbage cans. <laughs> I'm like I'm like the crazy old man in the window like <laughs> like peeking through the blinds. Uh <laughs> Having a good look. Oh, there he is. There he is. I bet he's going to bring out some more garbage. And, uh, you know, in the, and then eventually the garbage can gets full and, and then the lid is up and we're staring at plastic bags. And undoubtedly some shit falls out of there and starts getting blown around the neighborhood. I don't. Clearly it is t- <laughs> it is time for me to get back on the road uh, because of... <laughs> There's really only nothing, there's nothing for me to do other than just sit there and and wonder um, when they're going to put their cars in the fucking driveway. <laughs> My driveway, and this is true of everybody in this neighborhood, um, the driveway could easily fit 10 or 12 full-size cars. <laughs> I mean, two-car garage is the minimum here. Some people have three. Uh, and then at least 10 at least 10 full-size cars could fit in the driveway. And my neighbors insist on leaving their cars in the street. And I'm not just, I mean, every neighbor across the street, to my left, to my right, this is where we park our cars. In the street. It's like a used fucking car lot out there. I don't understand. You have a driveway. You have a garage. (laughs) If your garage is full of shit... I, I can imagine that, you know, I, I guess I can understand your garage full of stuff. Uh, put the car in the driveway. Or, or if you need the driveway for the kids, like park it at the end. God damn it. It's clearly time for me to go. <laughs> I'm watching garbage cans and cars and lawns. That's my thing now. <laughs> uh, but my suitcases are officially out. They are packed. I, I still don't discount the idea that perhaps this thing could all get canceled down, but uh, I'm going to just keep proceeding forward as if it's happening. I got my uh, got my car straightened out. I got my route, and uh, uh, I'm going to try and get the wheels going at uh, 4 a.m. on Saturday. I'm trying to make it in early evening to Chicago, so you got a second to uh, you know find some groceries. I really don't know the state of Chicago. I don't know. I don't know what's locked down or what. I'm uh, I'm starting to feel like probably I'm not going to be able to go to the gym. That's probably really possible, but 
I think my elbow needs a break anyway. I've never felt so strong and so weak at the same time. Look strong, feel weak. That's my current condition. I had to go to the mall the other day. Now, I mean, in general, shopping is one of my least favorite things to do. I really don't like it. Um, but I can tolerate it if it's um, a small place where somebody is going to be very attentive. I know that sounds annoying, but typically, if I'm going in somewhere, I'm going in to buy, I need some help right away. <laughs> I don't like to look around. I definitely don't like to try things on. But I needed to go and get some things. And I went to uh, the mall. Now, the mall here is kind of it's open air. It's like one of these, yeah, it's just a open, It's an open-air mall. And uh, I have determined in my life that forever, forever, from now until the day I leave this world, I never need to go to any kind of shopping mall again. I'm done. I am out. There's nothing about this situation that works well for anyone. It's not good. <laughs> I had to get a reservation once I got to the store, I wanted to go to one store. I had to walk, you know, uh, three quarters of a mile from my car just to get to the dumb store. And I, and after I do that, uh, I get to the door, and it's just a small joint. And there's uh, seven people inside. And then there's two girls uh, working with uh, iPads outside the door. And they want to put me on their list. They're going to text me when it's my turn to shop. There's seven people inside this store. Six of them were standing in line trying to return something. One actual person was shopping, but I had to get on the list. The list, 30 minutes long. That was the estimate. You know, it's like the, it's like your table estimate when you when you, when you you uh, go into Fridays as a kid to be like, oh, it'll be about 10 minutes. And then 45 minutes later, you, you get seated. And that's exactly what happened. And their little system didn't work. And I was texted, and then I went back to the store, and they were not quite ready. And then somebody said, I'm not actually in the system. And then I showed them the text. And it was a whole fucking thing. <sighs> so I got my pants. It took 90 minutes. I knew what I wanted. I knew where it was. I did not need to try it on. <laughs> I just needed to walk in. It was something that was completely sold out online, but this one store had it. And I went there. And I knew where it was, and I just, it, it just, oh, god damn. I never need to go into another mall. I think I'm done. I'm out on malls. If you need to go, I'll pay for everything. You go. I'm not buying. I'm not, I'm not going. I'm not going to sit there. And you see these poor guys that are, like, sitting out on benches, you know, waiting for, <laughs> waiting for wives and girlfriends. And I, and I have never been one of those guys, thank God, uh, um, uh, my wife is not not really a shopper either, and so I I don't I never have to get caught up in that. But I'm I'm done. I'm done with the mall. <laughs> That's official. Fuck the mall. <laughs> and uh, and and any restaurant where the waiter or waitress uh, walks over to the table and kneels down and asks us if we know how their menu works. <laughs> That's officially the wrong place. I don't want to be there either. Um, that's not my thing. I don't like that. I don't like that. How does our menu work? There's food on it, right? I order the food. That's how this works. Yeah. Malls and restaurants with overzealous wait staff. I like the wait staff to not say anything. I like them to be faceless. They don't need to tell me their name. I don't need it. 
I don't need it. I'm sort of annoyed they can't anticipate what I want and just don't bring it. Let's not even go through this charade. Just size me up and bring bring what you know I need. Mm. I feel ready to roll. I've worked my music. Uh, I'm feeling confident about it. I'm ready to do it. Um, I'm not real sure of the situation. I don't know if we're going to be sitting inside of fiberglass boxes or if we're going to be... I, I really have no idea. I have no idea. Um, this is just with piano, so it's hard to understand the setup. And there's just a... F I think there's only four of us doing this thing. Um, they are going to have a chorus number, but they're not. we're not going to be with them. From what I've understood, we're just going to record our bits uh, individually, and then they're going to splice it all together, which should be <laughs> some... Some poor person's terrible job to try and sort through all that. Um, you know, it's not ideal, but it's a gig. Uh, I might prefer the orchestra and an audience, but um, uh, this is us getting to getting to sing, and uh, I like that. I want to be a part of that. It's hard to imagine that uh, 2021 is here. And it's not like, you know, the next day everything is just solid gold. I mean, nobody's that stupid. Um but in a way, it's nice to turn a page on a number and um, and look forward, you know. Uh, 2021 will hopefully spell the end to all this, and we can see it that way. Um, you know, move into the new year and not really, not really consider that, that stuck feeling uh, of 2020. It felt stuck. It's funny. Hmm. You know, and as this, as this rolls up, I'm... I, I, I'm not one of these uh, people who get into, like, forced gratitude. Um, but I am feeling grateful. I am feeling uh, lucky in a lot of ways. Um, this year has been crazy. It has been wildly interesting. Um, it'll probably go down as as our our generation's most memorable year. I mean, this this year that we that that everything changed in a second. Um, I like the reset. I like the rule book getting tossed out. I like, I like new things emerging. I like, um, I don't know. It's it it's encouraging in a way. Um, I've been grateful to be home with my people. Uh, my my son loves it. Uh, I love it. It's been good for all of us here, and and uh, that's undeniable. Uh, at the same time, uh, uh, the rapid loss of uh, my identity has been very difficult. And I know it has for a lot of people, and and I'm not um, I'm not saying that I have it worse or better or anything. Everything's everything for the most part is fine here. You know, nobody's sick. Um, the bills are paid. You know, there's nothing. There's there's no um, um, there's no outside thing controlling this. Um, the, you know, it feels very much in my. Um, you know, in my little domain here, I feel very much in control, even if my entire fucking schedule has been lit on fire. Um, uh, I have been able to at least feel in control of me, um, going to the gym like a maniac, um, just getting it in every day. <laughs> I mean, and, and, uh, my level of annoyance with the gym bros <laughs> is also my next signal that it is time to move on. Uh, <laughs> I never, I never saw the gym as a social thing. I never saw it as, I never, I don't really want to talk to anyone. Um, I just want to get my work done and get out of there. I want to get out of there. I, I, I get there, I look in the mirror, I say, uh, we both know why you're here. 
and then I get my work done. And uh, I try to be efficient, and I try to get through it, and I try not to waste too much time. And there's just a crew, and it's their social scene. I mean, the cell phones are out. Everybody's got to film everything. I, I don't think, never in my life have I held my phone out in front of me and talked to it. <laughs> if you can find a video of me doing that, I'd be very surprised. I don't think, I'm not sure, but I don't think I've ever held my phone out and said something ridiculous like, hey guys, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I gave everybody permission to shoot me if, if I ever did that, but I've never, I've never just held my phone out and started talking to it. And, and this group of, I mean, if, if they're 25, I'd be shocked. I mean, they're probably all, you know, 19 to 23 and I mean, that's all they do. The phone is out and it is pointed at them and they are talking to the world. They're massive audience. Now, maybe what I'm doing right here is no different, but, um, I don't know. I don't know. It's, um, it feels, it feels different to me. Maybe I'm justifying it in my head, but, uh, uh, it's weird. I, I, I can't imagine being at the gym and wasting all that time talking. I mean, I'm there 90 minutes. And I'm working the whole time. If so, if I had to like stop and talk, what are you gonna you gonna tack another fifteen twenty minutes onto this? And the cameras are out, and and they're all they can't pass by each other without a high five or handshake or a bro hug of some sort. I've never seen so much touching. <laughs> this is a gym of touchers. I don't understand. I, we're we're literally there's signs all over the place to stay away from each other. It says ten feet. It doesn't even say six feet. It says ten feet. And we all, all got the masks on and the whole thing. And, and this crew cannot help themselves. It is, it's a bro down. It's just high fives and hugs. And it's a whole social scene. There's some dancing. There's, some, there's a lot of play fighting. There's a lot of testosterone over in the corner. A lot of boys getting a, real handsy. It's real grab-assy over there. <laughs> I don't know. Probably I was a huge douche at, at 21 too. I don't remember. I don't think I was, but it's it's very possible. I've seen a few pictures of myself from that time. It's possible I was a gigantic douche too. I mean, you know, you got to go through it. But I feel like I had people in my life who um, uh, directed me: <laughs> do this, don't do that. And and at the gym, you just can't, you can't walk around like you're alpha unless you are. <laughs> and the alpha at the gym, it, it, that guy doesn't say a word. He doesn't look at anybody. He doesn't crash weights. And these kids, I mean, there's nothing they can't crash. I, I, I'll never understand a crashing weight. This is, not even, this is not Gold's Gym where we have a bunch of meatheads. This is like very real people working out. And uh, just the whole time, just everything getting dropped. And, you know, it's like the, the, the football, um, the high school football gym. It's got that vibe to it. Like everybody's like crashing weights and high-fiving and fucking shit. Who cares? Oh, I got to get back out of, I got to get out of here. <laughs> Between the neighbors and the gym bros, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. <laughs> uh, you know, a couple of times in all this, I, I actually sort of like went through it in my head and thought, you know, what if this is it? What if this is um, retirement? You know, what do I know? I don't know. It's It's possible. It's possible this is all done. I don't think so, but it's certainly possible. And and um, um, just started to have these ideas in my head, like, well, well, what do you do? What would you do? 
just just not work anymore just okay that's it I'm, I'm retired and then I don't know I really don't know I I don't I don't think I'm good at anything else I guess I could figure something out but I it's very strange this daunting idea at 42 to be like well you'd have to do something different <laughs> I don't I really don't know what that would be I guess I would just sit on the computer and watch my stocks move around uh, I, I really couldn't begin to think of something that I would do my gardening was a huge failure. <laughs> oh man, I'm not day drinking. Although that's been a a a, a pastime of uh, 2020. A lot of day drinking. I'm on my Canada Dry Zero Sugar Ginger Ale because I'm living crazy. Happy New Year, everyone. Let's hope it's a happy New Year. I think it's going to be good. Let's go into it good, right? Let's go into it good. Everybody be safe tonight. Uh, I'll be sleeping by 10.30. Maybe 11 o'clock if, if uh, I watch an extra episode of The Sopranos on TV. Because <laughs> I also only know how to watch old shit. <laughs> Things I've seen a, a million times. It's like when you go to a restaurant, you order the same thing every time. It's like, well, I know I like this, so I'm not going to venture out. <laughs> I'm sure there's some deep psychological thing in there. Goddamn. So, that's it. 24 episodes in, um, I guess, two and a half months. And uh, this, has been, this has been great. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for my audience here. Uh, I'm going to keep it rolling right into the new year. Uh, next one will come to you from Chicago, uh, where hopefully I got my brother Quinn sitting next to me. And uh, I'll be sure to get him very boozy and very high. And uh, and we'll just open up the mics and see what happens. Uh, yeah, we've got some plans. It's going to be a good time. Happy New Year, everyone. I love you for listening. Instagram, ba 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 All right, that's enough. I'm sick of me. Uh, that'll do. Okay, thanks, everybody. Bye.